G'day guys, welcome to Talk Shop, the workshop talk show. We are your hosts, Al and Imo, husband and wife duo, building our dream lifestyle one project at a time. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we work. And pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. G'day guys, we're back and it's another episode of Talk Shop, the workshop talk show. Welcome everybody, so nice to be back. And first of all, I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's been listening. We had a much larger amount of downloads last week which was really exciting for anybody listening. You'd probably know that I'm a stats and numbers person. So that really, really, really excited me. We also had a bunch of new members join us on Talkshop Insiders. So if you are new here, welcome. It's so nice to have you. And if you are enjoying this show and you think you know someone else who might enjoy it too, please share it. We would love for you to share the love, share this podcast with other people and resources and yeah, build a really fun community of like-minded people. So yes, thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And this week we thought we'd do a bit of a different kind of episode for you guys, just because we've been thinking and talking to each other about like doing a bit more of a casual style episode here and there. And we were kind of like, well, let's just throw one out there and see how it goes, you know? So we we love to get your feedback after this episode, whether you like it or not. We thought, you know, we generally give you guys topics that we go in depth with and we kind of give you some takeaways that you can maybe take on and use in your own life or your business or whatever. But this episode, we thought we'd just kind of chat about things that we've been talking about in the last couple of weeks and that are just top of mind for us and see how that goes and see if it's more of an interesting episode just for some of you out there. Maybe this is a little bit of a selfish reason, but I think Al and I just really like the idea of having a conversation where we just talk about all the things that we've been thinking about and other things that have happened during the week. That's not just strictly business. Yeah. And yeah, we would love to get your feedback as to whether you like these types of episodes, because we would like to kind of throw these casual ones in where maybe you get to know us a bit more and we can kind of connect more on a personal level and not such just a business level. Um, We were listening to some other podcasts. We were thinking about other podcasts that we listened to and realized that some of the stuff that we actually really like about it is when they talk about personal stuff and things that aren't just all about business. Yeah, for sure. Like most of the podcasts I listen to are just a bunch of people just talking shit, you know, and they're not necessarily too structured with what they're talking about. Um, and that's the kind of podcast that I like. So I was like, why don't we try that out for our listeners? Maybe there's some of you out there following along that just want to hear what we've been up to and can get some value out of just listening in on a conversation between Emma and myself. Just a little bit of entertainment. And if you, yeah, like it, please let us know. And we'll put more of these episodes out. If you don't like it, be like, Hey guys, pull it back. I prefer just the business stuff. We would love to hear from you. Always reach out to us. You can either DM us on Instagram at Alan Imo or Talkshop Podcast. You can also find us at Talkshop Insiders, which is our private Facebook group. We would love you to come and join. And also you could email us at g'day at alanimo.com.au. So let's get stuck into it. This week's episode, we're kind of talking about a few different topics, but we realized that the main kind of overall arching theme of it was that we're just feeling a bit old AF. Yeah, we are. And I think that's been the theme of like the topics of all our conversations recently. It's like, oh, when did we get so old? Like, why why have we got so much responsibility? We've got these mortgages, we've got kids, we've got you know, two jobs to do effectively. We're building a house, we're running our business, we've got 
multiple things we do in the business there. We've got a dog who's sitting here on the bed always, you know, coming up to me, licking me saying, come on, dad, let's go out and play. And it's like, I don't have a lot of time to play anymore. I feel really old and busy and just a bit burnt out sometimes, hey. Yeah, and I think, you know, on the weekend we went into Melbourne and we caught up with like a bunch of mates in St Kilda Botanical Gardens, which was beautiful and it was a bit of an old stomping ground where we'd all catch up. And for years and years and years we had these like enormous group catch-ups, big picnics where, you know, it was just pretty much all drinking, drinking, drinking. And then we had this like picnic on Sunday and it was like, Bougie, delicious deli food and, you know, non-alcoholic drinks and maybe just a pet nap thrown in. And it was very lovely and it was a smaller group, but it was like, wow, things have changed. And the topic of conversation was like mortgages and people having children and all sorts of things and jobs and business and, you know, all of these things. And I was just like, wow, things have totally change. And I just had this like little moment of just like, oh my God, like we were joking about like maybe like five years earlier, it was my birthday on the same weekend. Cause it was always St. Kilda Fest. And we had this like house party when we lived in Elwood and just some of the stories that we were telling, I was like, yeah, that life is completely over. Like we are so far removed from where we used to be. Yeah. And that was the weekend, the infamous like shoey day I think for me (laughs) is how it'll go down remembering not so much from my memory because I don't remember much of it but apparently I did a shitload of shoeys and there's some photo evidence of this for anybody who's listening who doesn't know what a shoey is it's where you pour your beer or drink (laughs) into a disgusting shoe and you drink it and Al not only was drinking out of his own shoe but just anybody who was willing to sacrifice their shoe and I remember I had it was my birthday weekend and I had friends down from Cairns, which is where I'm from. And I'm like, oh, you're going to meet my boyfriend for the first time. Actually, it must have been ages ago. I think we'd met already. Uh, I think I'd, oh, just, maybe I hadn't met Shazzy. I'd met Britta before. but Yeah. And some of my friends hadn't met you before. Yeah. And then like, this was their impression, like their first impression of you. And you were just, it was the most, I've, I don't think I've ever seen you so pissed. Like I actually had to find your phone and contact your bosses the next day to say like there is no way he's coming into work I think to be honest looking back at that it was one of the turning point like events of my life with my drinking and my boozing and whatnot it was literally one of those moments where I was like this is not something I want to be doing much of anymore um speaking of getting older you know like you do have these lessons along the way like I barely drink anymore like it's just not something I seek out and I don't really enjoy being really drunk anymore like I love having a couple of drinks here and there and you know being social and hanging out and stuff but I don't love that like getting really pissed anymore and I think that's like a big culture in Australia here is we we grow up we graduate high school or whatever and then we go off and we just like let's party let's fucking get pissed I don't know about you but I was drinking way before I graduated high school I mean you know, Australia has a huge binge drinking, yeah. you know, Yeah, culture. it starts when you're around 16 or so and you just go to parties. You, your parents might like go, oh, okay, you can have like a six pack of beers or whatever. That's what I remember my parents buying me a six pack of beers once. 
Don't call them irresponsible. They're great hey, parents. No, my parents, I remember them buying me. What was it? It was something like um, Ruskies. Oh, uh, Lemon Ruskies. Lemon Ruskies. Good. That was my go-to. Or West Coast Coolers. Yeah. Which I don't actually think of that alcoholic but when you drink a lot of them i think west coast cool is like wine and lemonade isn't yeah it? yeah i don't Interesting. know i don't know why i was into these that. these are young people drinks i reckon i don't think i'd touch a west and coast cruises now. lemon ruskies though they were pretty good red bears red bears they were the Yuck. cheap ones udls i think now for oodles <laughs> oodles yeah i think now for me i'm like a one delicious cocktail kind of gal like that that does it for me yeah for me i'm like Maybe two, three, four beers until I feel like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit drunk now and then I'll stop and then I'll like wait till I feel sober again and if I'm still out, I might have another one but usually I'll just stop there and then we'll like head home because we've got a child now and we've got a dog who needs us to feed them and put them to bed and whatnot. So, Well, speaking of, it was really funny because like you went surfing on the weekend, you got home and you were absolutely knackered like you were just like I'm so tired but then you came home and I was looking after Goldie while you went surfing so like you know you come home I'm like handballing her over I'm like she's your responsibility now and not only did we have an energetic toddler running around the house whereas you know pre-child you would have just gotten into bed and just like max relax back put a movie on and like fall asleep basically in the afternoon be like ah Sunday over but a toddler's like fuck no No. we are playing we've got all this energy to burn I've just had a nap and then our dog Edwina all of a sudden has this like swollen lip and we're like fuck what's going what's wrong with the dog looking up emergency vets that we can like contact on a Sunday um and we're like did she just get hit in the face with the cricket ball while you were taking her for a walk or is this like an allergic reaction? So then we're like calling the vet. They're like, yeah, you can come in. It's going to cost you how much? Something like 280 bucks for a consultation plus the antihistamine shot. So in the next minute we're Googling, can you give dogs human antihistamines? And you can. You just have to work out the weight of the dog and whatnot. So we gave her some antihistamines. I don't think that's the problem. I actually do think maybe she just got smashed in the face with a cricket ball. Yeah. Well, she did have kind of like a fat lip and she was kind of tonguing at it and it looked a little bit like it had been bleeding or something. But anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll let you know how it goes. She's acting She's normal. Fine. She's running around loving life. So it doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with her. But it was like just another moment over the weekend where I was like, oh my God, like, Things are just so different. And I I would never change my life. I absolutely love our dog and I love our beautiful daughter. It's just funny when you go into Melbourne and we caught up with all of our friends who do not have children yet and they're all looking so fresh and hot and trendy and fashionable and just like, oh, my God. I was like, you guys look like you've just slept for a million years and I'm so jealous. Yeah, I know. Speaking of sleep, Last night I actually had a terrible sleep because I fucked up, you know? Like, you know when you you wake up, it was Monday yesterday, Tuesday today, woke up Monday morning and I was like pretty tired and you and I went out for our business meeting and I'm like, get me a large long black. And, and then, then you called out from across the, the cafe and you're like, do you want a double or a triple shot? And I was like, oh yeah, get us a triple And the woman behind the counter literally looked at me and she was like, all right. And like, I could see the doubt in her eyes. And even I was like, oh, this is risky business. And you know, what's dumb is I've cut down my caffeine consumption a lot recently. So 
my body's not used to that much caffeine. And I definitely felt it like straight away. As soon as I'd finished that coffee, I'd left and I was like, oh my God, like my stomach was like turning and I was like, holy shit, this is the coffee anxiety that I haven't had for so many years because I, I have been used to drinking a lot of coffee, but now recently I've cut down and yeah, that was just too intense. And then later on it wore off and I was like, oh yeah, I usually have two coffees a day now still. So I'll just have another one just after lunch. And then yeah, last night I'm just laying in bed with my eyes wide open at like one in the morning going, I think I had too much caffeine But you probably had like five shots of coffee yesterday, which is just crazy. There's one memory that I have of having too much coffee and it was also at the same cafe and I ordered their cold drip coffee because it was a really hot day and it's delicious and they serve it in this enormous glass, um, enormous glass glass. I don't know where I was going. Enormous glass? Enormous With a big ice cube. Glass with a huge ice cube in it and usually they fill it up maybe like, Two and a half centimetres. Like it's just, you know, maybe a Like an inch. An inch. For those over in the imperial system. Yeah. So it's not that much coffee. But I ordered one and someone new who had just started brought over my cold drip coffee. And that thing, I shit you not, was filled to the top. And I looked at it and I was like, oh dear. And because it's so delicious and cold coffee's sweeter, it's easier to drink. It's not so I think it's stronger too when it's cold. Well, this was just a black cold drip coffee. Like the caffeine content, I'm pretty sure, is higher. Well, I was absolutely (laughs) fucking flying that day. You went into a new dimension. I went into a new dimension (laughs) and I was like so stressed. I was just like anxious. I was like just pinging hard. Like I I I honestly couldn't. I like was driving like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? That feeling when you're like you want to sit down but then you want to stand up and nothing's going to like make you feel better and you're like, I gotta go over here, but this doesn't feel better. Anymore. I absolutely, I got nothing done that day, and oh. I'll never forget it. And I, I knew while I was drinking it, being like, "Stop, stop, stop! This is a really, really fucking bad idea." But Imo. your mouth just stop. Taste buds were like, "No, keep going." It this was delicious. delicious. Yeah, I just couldn't. Anyway, so that was my one coffee time where I just I did too much. Yeah, but back to the the weekend, how I went out surfing and stuff. I realized like. I haven't been surfing much at all lately. Since I've become a dad, it's been a lot harder to just like manage my time and, you know, do all the physical activity that I used to do. Like I used to go maybe surfing twice a week and do three or four workouts a week. And that was fine because I had ample time to recover and to like, you know, laze around on the weekends when I wanted to. And now I just don't have that opportunity. There's so many things that I need to be doing. And so like, you've got to be so cautious as to how you manage your fitness and your energy levels when you do have kids and stuff. Because yeah, I went out surfing. I forgot to put sunscreen on my face. I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll just be in the water for like an hour or so. And it, I won't get too burnt. I, I tan pretty easily, you know, and um, everybody ever who ever yeah. got burnt. <laughs> and you know, I'm a normal, like light white skinned dude. I definitely got really sunburnt and I came came back and my face was like a tomato and I was just like, fuck. And then I was so wrecked and I had to eat some food and I basically like nursed myself back to a bit of health. And then, yeah, Goldie was there just wanting to play and wanting to go for a walk with Ween and stuff. And I was like, okay, you got to just keep on going. The bedtime will come. But yeah, it was hectic. And basically I think I need to strategize how many times a week I'm going to actually like 
you know, if I go for a surf, I've got to cut out a workout or something. And, and maybe I need to implement some more like cardio type fitness in my routine so that when I do go surfing, I'm not just like wrecked from it, you know, because I went again yesterday actually, and I felt better straight away the second day because it was just a new day and I, I just felt good. I don't know. I'd eaten breakfast before I went. I had sunscreen on. It was good, but it's hectic. You had you, three shots of coffee and then you went off for a surf. <laughs> yes, um, that was right after that big coffee. Yeah, speaking of, you know, maybe fitness-wise, you could potentially join the oldies who have their own <laughs> fitness group who go to the same coffee shop as us. I love these guys. There's a group of them, guys and girls. They're probably in like their late 60s, 70s. And they have a fitness training group and they all have matching T-shirts and on the back says never too old to train. And I was like, literally, we were sitting there talking about like, oh, God, we feel so old. And then we looked over and these guys were just like killing life. And yeah. I was like, oh, these guys are I know, inspirational. One of them had like one leg, I noticed. I don't know what that's got to do with the thing, but, <laughs> you, just, you know, he still fucking trains with one <laughs> leg. Like that's that's inspirational to me because... If I lost a leg or something, I think my motivation would go down a lot. I'd be like, well, fuck, I, you know, I'm disabled or something. But when you see people going out and like, they're not too old. They've got it written on the back of their shirt saying never too old to train. And that's, that is inspirational to me because when I'm an old person, I want to be able to go, yeah, I can still go surfing. I can still go to the gym. I'm, I'm physically active and I never want to lose that part of myself. So yeah, this whole episode, we want to talk about being old and feeling haggard. I wonder, though, like how old is old? Because you know how you like when you're a teenager, you're like, fuck, old, 30. 30 is old. 25's old when you're fucking 18. You know? I know. And then maybe someone's listening to this podcast and they're like in their 60s or 70s being like, I'm not old. Exactly. Yeah. You just it's don't. I don't know. Age is in the eye of the beholder, Imo. That's the old saying. And, and speaking of age, so I had some really interesting conversations last week and I wanted to bring this up on the podcast because I just thought it was really fascinating. Earlier in the week, I caught up with a girlfriend who had turned 30 at the end of last year and all of her friends are currently turning 30 and she's kind of going through this like transition, which I think everybody goes through of like when you kind of like start to sunset friendships and you're like, mm, this one kind of doesn't really do much for me. And you have these large friendship groups that always kind of hang out together in your 20s and then they kind of just start to like, fade away and start to drop off and you stop kind of seeing as many people because you kind of get to this age where you're like you're really busy you've got a lot on your plate maybe people move away they have kids or they get really serious about their careers and you just don't have as much time as you used to to all catch up particularly in big groups and have big parties all the time and she was just saying to me like oh I've just really noticed recently like a lot of my friends kind of like dropping away or me losing touch with them or whatnot. And we just had a, a really interesting conversation around that. Yeah. And I've definitely had, I've been through this already in my own personal life. And I've had friends who've had kids when they were younger and you notice it happened to them and you can't understand what they're going through maybe because it's from your perspective, you're just like still able to go do whatever you were able to do because you don't have a lot of responsibilities without children or a mortgage or whatever. You might just have your job, your rent, and then you just look after yourself, especially as a single person. It's like you've got so much freedom. And then some of your friends might go off and like get in a new relationship or have a kid or move into state. And you start like losing touch with them a bit. And it's like 
it's generally nothing personal. It's just they're getting busier and they've got other things in their life that are like taking priority over, you know, being able to be spontaneous and just go out on a whim and stay out all night because times change. And I think, yeah, when you feel that this is happening, it's generally just your interests aren't aligning as much as they used to with that person. And it's nothing personal most of the time. It's just like you're just both on different paths and different timeframes of what's happening in your life. 100%. And we had, so we had this really interesting conversation. And I feel like, Al, you and I kind of did this a little earlier maybe than some of our friends because we did move away from the city. So we actually just like relocated ourselves away from all of our friends and that in itself was a barrier to catch up with people so immediately we were like well if we're going to make the effort to drive all the way into melbourne i'm only doing that for people that i really love and the ones that really bring me joy so that was like kind of like a okay some friendships kind of just faded away because it just didn't feel worth the time the second one was covid obviously that restrictions like that kind of locked us down we were separated from the city And then you kind of just lose touch with people and not necessarily because you don't want to hang out with them anymore. It's just like your lives just change and you're just on completely different time zones. And like, you know, if you've got kids, you get nap trapped. If you've got friends with kids of just a slightly different age, like trying to tee up a time where you can actually hang out is fucking impossible. Yeah. And I think the COVID thing really changed a lot of things for a lot of people because like you and me, for example, we went from just a couple we'd been recently married to all of a sudden COVID hits. And then we were like, well, what can we do? We'll just ramp up our business because luckily for us, COVID didn't affect our business. If anything, it made our business more profitable and more work came in. So we just ramped up our workload. We were like, we've got so much work coming in. Let's just work because we were fortunate to be able to work from home and be able to keep our business going. We also had to cancel all of our travel plans. We had like a huge Europe trip booked for 2020, which just didn't go ahead because of lockdowns. Yeah. And so we basically had absolutely nothing else to do but work. And I think a lot of people really ramped up their work during COVID. And then now they've gone like, okay, socializing's back open. How do we then manage our social lives and our work life and create some kind of balance? A lot of people probably introduced a lot more responsibilities with having kids or maybe buying house or whatever it is that you might've done. both and a dog. And a dog and just throw it all in. Why not start a podcast too? (laughs) Anyway, I just like was having this conversation with her and it was just really interesting because she was, she's like in the thick of it right now feeling like, oh, the parties are kind of fading away. The big group, group catch-ups aren't happening as much anymore. I'm not really seeing my friends because everyone's really busy. And like, and she was like, is it me? Is it something I've done? And I was like, absolutely not. This is just something that happens. I promise you from like, you just lose touch with people. And that's why it's really important, I think, to make sure that you make the time for your friends and actually plan social catch-ups. Because if you don't, no one's going to do it. Unless you've got one of those friends who's like, you know, a social planner, but then what happens when they get really busy and they've got other commitments too? Yeah. And I think it's so much easier when you do have a lot less responsibility to have those just random, like phone up your mate and say, Hey, do you want to go for a beer? Like it doesn't happen as easily anymore. So you really have to make the effort. Well, I do now in my life to, I have to make the effort to catch up with people and it has to be planned. Whereas when I was younger, it was just so free and like you just didn't have to plan anything because you knew that your mates would be going out 
on every single night of the week you could get a friend to come and join you to do whatever so yeah times just change that and i think it's a it's a part of growing up and going into your 30s um is realizing that like everyone's kind of got their own lives now and we're not all one big group anymore and you've got to respect that in other people because sometimes your path might not align with theirs like i said before and you know there's nothing wrong with that it's not like they hate you or anything has happened that's like caused conflict it's just people have their separate things that they want to be doing when they get a bit older sometimes absolutely and I think for me now my friendships you know particularly at the moment because we are you know we've got so much on it with with the build particularly is that our friends kind of are a convenience one so we catch up on a Saturday morning we meet at the farmer's market if you're available come along if you're not doesn't matter it's very casual and it's so nice because I know that we can go there on a Saturday morning and we are always going to run into people that we know. We're going to sit on the grass. We're going to eat food. The kids are all going to play together. And there is literally no time restraints of when you can come, when you're meant to be there, when you can leave. It's just come and go as you please. And right now at this time of our life, that is like the perfect way for us to catch up with people. And I absolutely love that. The reason why I thought this conversation was interesting, like the turning 30 thing, was because in exactly the same week, I had another conversation with another girlfriend about turning 40. Mm-hmm. And I'm 32. So I was like listening to kind of both of these conversations going, wow, this is so interesting. And she was saying to me, midlife crises are a real fucking thing. She's like, all of her friends are starting to have these like shaky moments where they're like, is this the person that I want to be with? You know, is this the life that I imagined for myself? Is this actually what I want? And I just thought it was so interesting because, you know, she was saying like she's having these conversations with all of her friends who are all the same age in their 40s, turning 40. And she was saying that there's these huge questions about like, is this actually what I want? And now is now the time for me to make a switch? And I do like that saying like, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's where you water it. And I truly believe that when mm. it comes to our marriage, because I know that's something that I personally always want to like work on is you and me, make sure that we're always communicating, make sure that we're both feeling heard and that we're listened to and that we respect each other and our communication's always really open. So I was just like, wow, is, am we going to hit 40 and be like, is this the life we wanted? I don't know. I was just like, ah. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I think in life you go through these like um, peaks and valleys of like when you're happy and when you're not. And, you know, it's just part of life. And I think a marriage is, you know, those things stand out a lot in a marriage because you go through them together. And so if one person's going through something, you're both going through it because you're sharing everything. You're, you're with each other. You're feeding off each other's energy. You know, if one person's having a really bad day, it can affect the other person. And I pretty much started off today like that. I woke up because I'd been awake all night and I was just like in a shitty mood. And then Imo got up and I'd already been awake for a while. And I was like thinking about business stuff and the house and all these little tasks that I've got to do at the moment. And I was like, straight into emo like hey what are we doing with this my eyes weren't even open and i just felt like this huge wave of like stress and anxiety just getting like shoved down my throat before my eyes were even open and i was just like whoa hold up take a breather let me open my eyes can i drink my tea let's just talk about this but can we just have a minute to wake up first and i knew that you just had a really shit night's sleep and you were just like stressing about 
pretty much project managing this house and how we're going to get it done in time and just managing all of these trades and all the little bits and pieces that need to happen for us to be able to move in. And I get it. It keeps me awake at night too. And I lay in bed thinking about all these things that I actually have no control over doing at the time. And likely I've already organized it anyway. It just keeps you awake. I'm sure anybody listening to this can relate to that as well. And then, yeah, so this morning I was just like, whoa, let's just take a breather. Maybe let's write an action plan list and just get on with our day. Yeah. And I think like when I do start to have a bad day in the morning, I've got to just fall back to those things that I know make me feel normal again and feel better and feel good about myself. So after this podcast, I'm probably going to do a workout because I know that that always gets me feeling good again. It makes, it puts me in like a good headspace, and then I'll finish the day and it won't be a bad day. Like I don't, like to say you have bad days because you can turn a day around at any point in the day. You know, it's not necessarily over from the moment you wake up. Oh, I'm having a shit morning. So my day's over, write it off as a bad day. I don't believe that. Like, no, I, think I believe you can in you definitely can... turn it around. I believe in having shit moments. Yeah, exactly. There's no and such thing as a shit day. There's just shit moments. Yeah, there's good and bad in every day. And I think you've just got to try and focus more towards the good things and just recording this podcast right now has actually put me in a great headspace. It's nice to have these chats and just kind of get things off your chest and, you know, I'm going to go out there and work out and I'm going to have a great time and I'm going to go back to work and I'm going to feel really positive about everything that we've just done and talked about. So actually, maybe I've just realized that this kind of style of episode, maybe this is just our couples therapy and people are just listening in to us having a conversation. Yes. How deep are we going to go with this? I these? don't know. How much do you guys want to know? Um, but yeah, I just think it was really interesting to like hear that, that go, turning 30, turning 40 conversation. I'd love to hear out there if you are listening to this podcast, if you've had experiences of like that huge kind of shift. Yeah, like even older, you know, if there's someone out there who's like turning 50 and they feel that like, you know, what's that like? You know, what's turning 60 like? Like we'd love to hear these kind of things. Maybe you're really young and you just turn 20 and you're like, you know, hopefully we've got some young listeners out there. I don't know. If you are young and listening to this, welcome. I and- promise it's, it's, it is uphill. It's <laughs> yeah. not downhill. I promise if you are listening and you're only 20. But I always, with that saying, it's uphill, like, it's a bit confusing because it's like, it's all downhill from here. Like, that's easy. But then it's an uphill battle, you know, like that's another saying. So it's like, it's a bit confusing, those uphill, downhill metaphors. I feel like life's only getting better. And I refuse to believe that it, it turns to shit. I just want to oh, like... For sure. Like, talking about how we used to be able to, you know, meet up with all our mates and like, in one weekend, you'd see like 20 people that you know. And Even you'd be more. Like, It'd be like 50. Exactly. Like, we and had this That mass- was awesome, but I wouldn't go back to that now because I've, where we are now in life, I'm really much more comfortable and happy with who I am as a person. And that was great times, but I'm going to leave that in the past. I don't want to relive my 20-year-old self. Like I'm happy with who we are, who I am now and where we are. Totally. I also think like I, in those like your twenties when you are like partying with like heaps of people and stuff, you don't really know who you are. Like you don't have much yeah. of an idea of your identity. And I think that's something that you definitely develop in your like Yeah, you kind of have the group mentality. Yeah. And that's because you're always with the group. And you're just like fitting in with everybody else. But then you can like you kind of start to carve your own path 
as you get a little bit older and maybe your late 20s, your early 30s, you start to kind of go, okay, this is what I want to do. This is who I am. This is what I feel confident confident in myself. These are the people I want to be around. This is the kind of life I want for myself. And yeah, it's interesting. I just find, I just found like last week I had two very polar different conversations, 30, 40. I just found it really interesting. I was somewhere sitting in between going, okay, well, I've, I feel like I've, you know, established who my friends are, the people that I want to give my time to. Um, but I've also got this young family and I feel like we're like in the thick of it. So it's a bit hard to go like, is the grass greener on the other side when you don't, <laughs> you're just so busy that you're just kind of in survival mode when you've got a toddler and we're about to welcome a new baby. You're just like, you're just in it. You're in the thick of yeah, it. Yeah. And you can see the light at the end of the tunnel of like, maybe we're not going to be super busy like this forever, but it's a long way off and we're looking down that tunnel and it's like a pinprick of light and you're like, yeah, we'll get there one day. But you know, we haven't reached that point yet and we're happy doing what we're doing now. It's like, it's not bad to be really busy. It can just be stressful sometimes and it can, it can weigh you down. Sometimes you're like, oh man, it's relentless, but it's all good things. And I actually love my life now and I wouldn't change it for the world. No way. Do you know what's so funny? We're literally sitting here in bed having this conversation and my phone just went off and Riley, who's ours old, old, old mate, you guys have been friends since you were what, 14? Oh, 13? younger. No, I met him when I was probably 10. 10. All yeah, right. So you guys school. have been friends forever. Yeah. My friend Hannah, who we've been friends since we were like seven, we ended up getting them together. And now they are in Cairns. They've got three kids. They're amazing. Love them. Um, so Al's best friend, my best friend got married, had kids. Riley has literally just sent me a photo on my phone and it's a photo of all of us eating dinner somewhere, child free from probably about 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. Wow. It's amazing. Actually, you know what? I think this is a photo when Riley was house sitting one of his mum's friends' oh, houses yes, and he's was. like, come over for dinner. So we went over to this random person's house and cooked up this massive meal in this random person's house. And of course, like, as if this person's like, oh, excuse me, would you mind house sitting my house? They're not going to expect like a bunch of 20 year olds to come over and cook up a meal in their house. I remember feeling really awkward about it. I was like, there, I was like, I feel really uncomfortable being here. I have no idea who these people are in all these photos. Like I would feel really uncomfortable if this was my house and all these random people came here and ate a meal. Like it was just, I remember that Riley said to us, he was like, why don't we take a Polaroid of this all is a of Polaroid. us here and leave it somewhere in the house for them to find, like, maybe years later and be like, who the fuck are these people in our house? Oh, no. You know, like, hide it maybe behind one of the other photos in a picture frame or something and then, like, who knows that if, if it'll ever be found. so creepy. I hate that. It would be pretty funny, though. And looking back, if that happened to us and we had, like, you know, a young 20-year-old kid or something that we were like, hey, come and house sit no, for us. They hadn't even asked Riley to house sit. They'd asked his mum to. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why it was even worse. Like the whole thing yeah, was just so terrible. they didn't know Riley. They didn't even know who he was, let yeah. alone all then of us. That would have been hilarious. You'd no. be like, who are these random to my house? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. What a throwback. I love that. Anyway, guys, we probably should wrap up this episode. 35 minutes in. I reckon that's long enough to hear yes, us just to hear yabbering. Us blabbering on about our lives and what we've got going on. But we hope you've enjoyed this style of episode because um, we enjoyed doing it. I think it's it's got me in a good mood and I think, Imo, you've 
got a few things off your chest we both have and it's like it's been nice to just have a chat that's a bit more casual not so business related not a lot of business tips in this one or anything like that but just nice to sort of have a bit of a chat about whatever's going on and yep. how and like we're I- feeling getting old feeling old but then like seeing these people these this old group of people that like to train and lift weights or whatever they do in the um in the cafe the other day it's just like like I said, it's inspirational because they're just like, we're not fucking too old, you know? Like, we still do it and good on them and I want to be that way too. I want to just like age gracefully and feel like I'm not too old to fucking do anything, you know? You're only as old as you feel. Exactly. So, guys, we'd love to hear your feedback. If you've got any thoughts on anything that we spoke about this episode, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. And we hope that wherever you are listening and wherever you are, that you're having a really lovely day. And thank you so much for giving your time to us. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.